0: Welcome to Tech Up, Check Up podcast with the Girl Tech Innovators. We hope this school year has started off great and you are working your way into fall. Fall in Florida, Julia, is definitely different, <laughs> right? You don't see those color-changing leaves, but I do believe I saw some palm tree fronds falling. Oh yes,
1: all in the pool, right? That's the best fall we're going to get.
0: And maybe turn the heat on in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, as always, let's start off with our Tech Up, Check Up Innovator of the Month. This month, we would like to spotlight a few people throughout our district. Just last week, Microsoft announced the new 2021-22 Microsoft Innovative Educator Experts. We're going to say a big congratulations to Kyle Cobb, Dr. Joseph Knoll, Dr. Alan Rupert, and Lisa Imperato. Also, a huge congratulations to our returning MIE experts, Sally VanderEat, Lori Boyer, and myself. MIE Experts. You've been
0: tech-checked. Awesome. We are so proud of our new MIE experts and looking forward to seeing everyone continue to learn, grow, and share their expertise in instructional technology with others throughout our district. So, in other exciting news along that line, the leaders of Innovative Technology Pathways have begun. Yeah. Track 1 and 2. They already met, right? They did. And Julie and I are looking forward to meeting Track 3 participants this evening. Yes,
1: we can't wait, and Sally's on that call with us, so all three of us are tackling um, the Lit 3 group. So as you can hear, there are the three different pathways. We have talked about this on our last episode. But just in case you missed that one, year one focuses on becoming MIE certified. Year two focuses on becoming an MIE trainer, while year three sets you up for applying to become an MIE expert. So we're just really looking forward to continuing to grow this MIE community within. Absolutely. Saint-Lucy.
0: So yeah, so reach out, you know, as you're if you're looking to grow along with us.
1: Yep. So this month, Microsoft Teams is officially rolling out Reading Progress to St. Lucie. Woohoo. Yes, so mm-hmm. what is Reading, reading Progress? I'm going to give you just the basic um, description, and then we'll have Lori kind of go into it. So Perfect. this tool gives teachers um, artificial intelligence, that AI, estimations of student performance and errors when they are reading text. The Teams app aims to help teachers quickly assess students' Fluency at reading through
0: video and audio recordings. Mm -hmm. Great. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, let's break it down a little bit for you. So if you're an educator, many of times you could uh, relate with this where you need to check your students' uh, reading fluency. And in order to do that, typically you sat down at a table with them uh, they read the passage, you made you know, corrections on their errors or missed words, things of that nature, and calculated their correct words per minute. It's really important to then have the students track that. What is great is that Microsoft gets it. And so they realize that this is a task that actually with um, AI, it can enhance that experience for teachers and students. So this is available through um, kindergarten through 12th grade, and what it does is in the assignments part of Microsoft Teams, that's where it's housed. You would create a new assignment and then you choose reading progress. When you do that, you then get to add the passage of your choice. You can do it for individuals, you could do it for smaller groups of students, so if you know they're on the same reading level, you could group them together, make this assignment, add it, and then this is the dynamic part of it. (laughs) Students then have the opportunity, they turn on their camera on their laptop, their audio recording aspect of it, and then they go through and they read the reading passage. It then automatically, um, it defaults to figure out the correct words per minute, if they skipped wow. any words, um, if they self-corrected. It then um, puts it all together, takes that recording, and then the teacher can see it as though they were sitting across from the student and you know making any adjustments. Um, some really neat features in there is that it will give the teacher the ability to adapt it as needed, too. So say, for example, if I was listening to it as a teacher and I wanted to make sure I focus in on certain aspects of it, I can adjust what is automatically detected or not. And for our English language learners, I can also adjust the sensitivity of their pronunciation of words.
1: That's amazing. Yeah,
0: so it's it's really quite dynamic. Um, in addition, what's really nice is then students get an individualized vocabulary list of words that they really need to to focus on. Yeah, so it's right there at their fingertips. You could adjust the number of attempts that they do, you know, for each passage. Sure. And then what's the other great part is the data-rich aspect of it. So it gives you the insights into how your class is doing on the assignment, how individuals are. And the best part is, it's easily shareable that data with other educators that are supporting them. So if you have in class, you know, ESC support or something of that co-teachers. nature, co teachers, um, anyone who's supporting your students, it really gives them great quality insight into what they're doing with their reading fluency. Plus, you know what my favorite part is, Julia? It gives students the ability to be anonymous and have that um, ability to, if they're reading below level, it's not known to the world. You know what I mean? And it gives them that opportunity to learn and grow individually how they need it. Um, so that's really great it's instant yes really nice to just have that and and to feel comfortable absolutely so if you're interested check it out in our instructional technology notebook in the team we have information in there videos uh interactive guide that clicks you through it so as an educator it's real quick on you know how to get started with it um it doesn't take a lot of setup great yeah even better better, right
1: even better
0: (laughs) we like we all know that we don't have a lot of time (laughs) yes
1: all right. So, as you know, on this podcast, we always like to keep you informed on the latest egg tech updates um, as we want you to always be prepared when you're using new features. Absolutely. So we will use them um, and then usually we'll kind of report about them. Right. So,. Let's talk about the new auto record feature in Teams. It sounds great. We even talked about how excited we were on last episode. Yeah, we were doing um, a happy You know, dance. you don't have to remember to press record. You can set it up. But let's give you the real download after we've been using it for a month. When you turn on that auto record feature in a team's meeting, so you, you scheduled your team's meeting, you go into meeting options and you say, yes, turn on auto record. So I don't have to remember to do it. It's wonderful.
0: Right. Right. Like right. No more post a note it. that says
1: don't sure. forget to record. Record, record, you know. record. No <laughs> one's texting you. Hey, you forgot to record. Um, but what does that mean for the presenter? So right. there's a couple things that you need to know. If you have your lobby turned off, which a lot of complaints came last year that when their lobby was on, if a teacher wasn't able to make the meeting or, or something came up and you are not able to actually get into your meeting, everyone just sits in the lobby. So right. a lot of our educators turn off the lobby. I don't have a lobby turned on for any of my meetings. Right, right. With that being said, someone can enter your meeting at any time. So if they're 10 minutes early... I'm one of those Mm -hmm. people that usually likes to join to make sure I'm not late. (laughs) The recording is going to start at the time that that person enters the meeting. It doesn't have to be you. Okay. So Lori's created a meeting and Julia has joined it 10 minutes early. The recording is starting at that time. And now someone else joins the meeting and we're kind of going back and forth, having Having a quick chat. Yeah. Sure. Both our cameras are on. It's recording all of that. Ooh. Now, the nice part is it does let attendees know that they are being recorded. Mm-hmm. So there's no, you know, sketchy stuff right, going on. Right. It does give the purple banner at the top, hey, this meeting is being recorded. The issue becomes, now as the teacher or meeting organizer, correct? at the end when you end the meeting, that recording is automatically posted and all of that stuff that happened in the beginning is in there.
0: Right. So that's some extra steps then that you have because now you have to trim the recording, right. so things of that nature, right? Within,
1: yeah. Within the, the video recording, you can go in and trim out what, you know, isn't needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always stop the recording at any time. So those are all great features, but we just want you to be aware that this is what's happening to us. Absolutely. With having everyone join before us.
0: Yeah. And really, you know, it's knowledge is power. So we just want to know, want you to know when we're utilizing some of these features, some things to be, you know, hyper cautious on when you're the meeting organizer. Definitely. Um,
1: The other thing that um, is really big that I really want you to be aware of is whomever enters the meeting first, so it doesn't have to be you, is automatically the owner of that right now it's a stream recording so they can't be deleted so in case I'm losing anyone here I am the organizer of my meeting and I have auto record on Lori decides to join the meeting before I do she is now the owner of my meeting recording. So even though I go into stream, and I can womp, take womp, off, that is a big womp, yeah. womp. I can take off those um, editing and viewing rights from everyone else, I can't take them away from Lori. So it's just, it's not a feature I'm in love with, if, if I'm correct, being correct. really, really honest and down low. Um, there are workarounds to it and I, I can imagine that this is only going to improve and get better sure, but absolutely just so you're aware
0: right and and you know initially when things roll out sometimes they need some tweaks along the way especially when they hear back from educators uh, regarding the the use case of it and you know our, our audiences are different. Sometimes it's students, sometimes it's adults. So sometimes that's more of a caution when working with different audiences. 100%. You know, I just did a meeting the other night um, and a couple people jumped on before
1: me and then, you know, they were saying, can you hear me, can you hear me, going back and forth. (laughs) It might be embarrassing to post that after. You know, like the, the... I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily want everyone listening either. I was testing my microphones. So I did go in and have to trim that out and, and sure. edit it. But, you know, it's just something to keep in mind.
0: Great heads up. So let's transition now into our upcoming EdTech conference.
1: Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! We are bringing it back. So, due to such a high interest in the last DIY EdTech conference, we decided to bring it
0: back for another round this fall. Absolutely. So, you heard Julia right. DIY is digital inspiration by you. And so, that's our St. Lucie Public Schools Educators. It is a virtual yep, EdTech virtual. conference. And it is happening this fall on Saturday, November 6th. And you will attend this virtual technology conference From the comfort of your home, drinking your coffee, in your pajamas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way to attend any conference, if you ask me. Absolutely. We had so many people attend in the spring that we wanted to offer it again because our feedback was, there were so many sessions, but I ran out of time. I didn't get to attend every session that I wanted to. Or I told other teachers about it. Are you going to do it again? Were these recorded? Can we see them? So we're like, you know what? We put in all this work for it. It ran so smoothly. Let's do it again. And it was so fun. It was just a great experience.
0: Completely agree. And what I really enjoyed and a lot of the feedback that we received were they were quick, either half an hour sessions. Yep. So you got enough knowledge in that half an hour session to say, hmm, this is the application this is how you use it these are some examples and then you could take that and immediately you know translates into putting it into play in your classroom yeah or you could dive a little deeper with a one-hour session um, you know that you could choose and really you know get deep into that application and once again able to take it back to your classroom because the the why in diy is you the educator who's giving you know your classroom tips that are purposeful and you know very helpful to all
1: and as you mentioned it's the, all every session that we're offering is by a St. Lucie public schools educator. So it's from people right here in our district that are doing the exact same things that you guys are doing. Absolutely, so with that, we're doing sessions on Padlet, Canvas, yep. Benchmark Universe, Nearpod, Forms, Class OneNote, Canva, yeah. bookings. There's so much that is going to be happening during this really short time frame. It's from 8:30 to noon, virtual.
0: Yes, um, you'll want to keep your your eyes open for it. Registration will officially begin on September 30th. Um, so make sure to check out. You could go to the talent development website for more information. We will once again, we'll have information on the session. We'll have our Flipgrid videos from the presenters, so you really get a taste of what it is that each session you know prizes of and then you could choose to register from there you know for the different ones that meet your needs so
1: space does um fill up quickly so be on the lookout september
0: 30th well you guys that's all we got for you this time right our (laughs) time is pretty much up but we just wanted to you know remind you once again please share this podcast with a friend and be sure to tune in next month have a great one bye-bye